0: Never mind. Nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so they uh, they started announcing the Grammy Award winners already. But I was trying to find the white category. yeah, I was trying to find the like, white category today. What for Justope? Yeah, yeah. Let's see who won that one. Is that in itself or is that like World Music? I think that's World. Is that the city? Yeah. Yeah, yeah J Bug and Cal Yeah, we talking about the Grammys. They're already announcing the winners. And, uh, you know, big shout-out to uh, Common King, J-Book, who are on the best reggae album for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new reggae records. That's it. And uh, Damon uh, Jr. Gong won with Stony Hill, which I haven't even heard that song. No, the album, the album is all right. Yeah? So, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Is it on the radio? No. No? No. Okay. Yeah, Because I, I don't listen to the radio. Which would make sense why I never heard the song. Anyway, yeah. we back here. My name's Rich D, as always. And to my right. What's up, everybody? Vince T. And to his right. What's up? This is Acuadola. Half a day. Yeah, we not live because we are one, our computer's not up. Uh, It's updating. Should have <laughs> did that shit last night. I tried, man. Well, Rich but was, I, I Rich was, was sick. still at 25%. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been here earlier, but I was, man, my allergies are messed up. And I was out at my grandparents' house. Ended up falling asleep over there. And uh, I slept too long. Yeah. So, yeah, I should have been here like two o'clock. So, so, you good.
0: gotta talk shit about me being late. I didn't talk shit. That's what you said one no, yeah,
1: you, you, did, did, you, did, you
0: did say that.
2: We're just
1: talking shit in general. Like, but
0: you said <laughs>
2: about, about you. Me. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, said yeah, about, about your weight
1: and shit like that, but not like you late. Yeah, fucking weight's
0: fucked up. I, I, I talk shit about my weight, my damn self. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> you ain't <the> only one. <laughs> but here at the par bar, we have, uh, you, can that, you have to adjust <laughs> that, man. You have to come down to it. Um, today at the Bar Bar, we got two special guests. We uh, posted a flyer. Uh, one's the San Diego's Finest. Another one was National City Native, who uh, also put himself as uh, San Diego's Finest. <laughs> National City's Finest. <laughs> oh,
3: National, oh, City's,
1: National finest. City's Finest. See, that's, city. Man, that's the city. National City's Finest. Uh, um, we're going to go with J-Dub. J-Dub. J-Dub for the day. People know who that is. And over to, uh, to my straight, mister Jonathan Santos. How do you say your middle name? Santos Galendez. Galendez. Santos yeah. Galendez.
0: Sorry. Orale, I thought yeah. it was Gonzalez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chingon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the, these guys are joining us today at the Bar Bar, and they actually come. We all... So, the good thing about dancing and the history of dancing is that we... You meet a lot of different people from different walks of life, which is, I mean, kind of the cool thing. We've meet, right. met all kinds of people who came to the, the dance group, and... Um, just between uh, us, four me, Noel, J Dub, and um, Jonathan, we all met through um, our dance group over in Kaleo, with correct. the same purpose of just dancing. Um, but you know, like I said, we walk we have different walks of life. Um, our brother J Dub, he works with San Diego's finest. He still or was part of a, a different units, um, correct? Correct. Uh, and Jonathan. You, dude, did you graduate with electrical engineering? Mechanical. Mechanical engineering? Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Okay, so you CSZ, Right?
3: Alumni. Yeah. Fuck that school. <laughs> I'm not allowed Jesus. to cuss, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. good, you're good. Yeah, you can, uh, <laughs> like, uh, talk. Okay, more
1: yeah, more. yeah uh, my fault. Yeah, so, we were talking about it earlier. I was, like, I was like, dude, he was like, he was like an engineer and shit. Like, I think he, he went there and just, like, just killed it over there. And then just like, I don't want to do this shit. It's whack. <laughs> yeah?
3: Pretty, Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: That's <laughs> the gist of it. Which is hard. I mean, that's a hard, that's a hard uh, degree to get. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah. Especially I mean, coming from uh, over here. <laughs> mm. Yeah. How many years were you over there at UC? I
3: did five years. I, t- I decided to do five years right at the beginning because I knew that, you know, I love my, sweet, my high school Sweetwater, but our education system in the hood is a lot worse. So I was like, I'm going to have to keep pace and do the long run instead of trying to keep up with all these rich
4: kids. Yeah. I think Sweetwater High... Unified school district sucks in general.
0: Too hot? Followed follow,
4: right behind more? San Diego Unified.
0: <laughs> I just
4: don't, I don't think yeah. the education system's that well.
1: South of the eight. It's yeah. not very good.
4: Yeah. Is there any successful
1: ones down here? Oh, well, maybe East Lake right now. No. Nah, no, nah. nah,
2: probably not even now. Not even really? More, yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Olympian? What about, I don't know, not San Diego Unified. It's, it? it's
4: San Diego Unified, yeah. but it's a... It focuses on arts. However, they're—I think their test grade, its testing is different. Like they get right. the same test as they do. At somebody up at like La Jolla, because that's San Diego Unified. Yeah, uh-huh. I think Poway School District is the best, to okay. my, my understanding. And the yeah, Cathedral—that's like a Cathedral—that's a private school. All those Catholic private schools get good education, but yeah, not yes. San Diego Unified. Their not shoe's not high. there. Huh? Yeah. yeah, but guess who's not in those schools? <laughs> and who's guess who's
2: where who? we all went? South of eight bitches.
0: Yeah, because I think the majority, of, uh, majority of them fuckers up there are doing coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think majority of the ones down here they seen their parents doing coke and said, you know what? Hell no. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're going to do, do, <laughs> do the weeds. We're um, going to do the weeds. But yeah, so that was awesome. And uh, then we meet the uh, actually the the. The board member
4: from Sweetwater Oh, Sweetwater, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot her name, but yeah. it was that Pifa. Yeah, they're, they're really trying to make it. Yeah.
1: are yeah. trying to clean it up. Anyway. um, But yeah, so you went, you did all that, and then did you even get a job in engineering at all? Fuck or, no. No? No. <laughs> did I you try? In,
3: like, 2011, when the economic downturn was barely starting to rise, and I had no experience, because my ass was busting. Like, I was working and going to school and, like, paying for my mom's rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and my apartment to uh, while I was in school, so I didn't, and I didn't have a car, Yeah. because we didn't fucking have extra cars, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I had no no internships during college. So when I got when I got out of college, there was no I had no experience, and I was like in that area where oh you good um like I was didn't have enough experience for an entry level job, but I was overqualified for an internship. So, yeah. yeah, I spent like three years diligently
1: trying and couldn't get sh- nothing. Oh, wow. So then you, and then you just kind of said, fuck it. You know, it's not, probably not for me anyway. Ah, nah, dude. This is going to be dark, bro. <laughs>
3: when my mom passed. Oh, okay. When my oh, mom yeah. passed, I did all of that, the engineering, the schoolwork, staying away from all the bad stuff to help her. But when she died, I was like, well, I don't need a lot of money in my life, shit. So uh, a little bit. Mm. Quality of life is what I'm looking for. Quality of life, yeah, yeah there you go.
1: Yeah, I understand that for sure. That's yeah. nope. So now doing, you're, you're you're working doing with doing. Uh, what airlines is it?
3: Virgin America, not hey. Alaska because we
1: just got bought. But oh, oh really? Yeah, we just got bought, dude. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. we're gonna be all. Oh,
0: well. well, at least we we know you're not a virgin anymore. <laughs> 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 Get it? <laughs> <laughs> got bought out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
1: So he's like a prostitute. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Virgin Airlines wasn't it ran by that one crazy rich dude? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, he was a uh, Richard Branson, That oh, cool okay. ass dude that fucking he went to yeah. space recently, right? Like,
1: yeah. He was, yeah. That like, <laughs> dude's <that's just> <laughs> nuts, man. That's like a nuts ass. rich guy, just like, all right, let's do it. Didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, he's fucking. He's down. Well, he's
3: a. So we have his branding. Virgin America had the branding. Um which is why you know gave us publicity and shit but he didn't he didn't own majority because he's still from another country a foreigner oh, couldn't own oh. him like, a, like a majority hold in an american company oh really so that's why they, they were able to sell his shit without his permission Oh, <laughs> i got gotcha. you
0: damn
1: the government will take it from you damn that's crazy so that's cool i mean and then you did dancing um yeah and then where we we all met and you did a couple yeah. competitions over there with kaleo y'all yeah. and then were you there when when Javen and I were? Uh, no, you came after, huh? Yeah, after. Okay, you, you danced after that. With what? what? Uh, for Kaleo. J-
3: Javen was there when I was. No, he came in after.
1: Yeah, he came
3: cause... in like after I
1: already came back or came in. Okay, cause Jave Jav was there prior to that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like what, I little, came I came like, after yeah. that and when he left. And... After that wave of of Kaleo Kanes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about fun ass days, we... huh? Some fun oh, ass days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was a fucking party days. Me and John were talking about that. like Hell fucking yeah. The parties that Kaleel used to have, but uh, J-Dub wasn't, um, you know, did you, did you party with us? Not as often, Co- right? No, no was was, he he I, was, was I was at work a lot. Yeah. That's all I was doing was working. <laughs> his, his, kids, his kids were over there dancing with us. Uh, he had uh, his daughter and two boys, and so we got close with them, but then we would see J-Dub every once in a while, and but usually when we saw him, we were fucking blasted out of our fucking minds you know That's the first time I saw you
3: guys what we were at some uh, recital for the first year I was there and then you Dominic Dominic you guys came fucking blasted <laughs> just hella Ob- obnoxious Alvarez. and like I was like yo who the, <laughs> the fuck are these guys <laughs>
1: that doesn't sound like me <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez
0: yo
3: everyone was like super quiet and you guys just came in like just like a wrecking ball bro yeah. The fucking fuck. Miley Cyrus and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you were a white girl faded. That is <laughs> yeah. I is Yeah. I can definitely see that happening. Um, That was cool. Though. I was just like, and, then, and Alex was like, nah, this is what
1: Kaleo's about. I was like, shit, what's up then? All
4: right, let's go.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. Let's start getting sauced. But now you started <laughs> dancing.
1: After all the years of not dancing and not being able to hang out, then you, you kind of picked what? up and started dancing. Yeah, it's yeah. been, shoot, what, 20 years?
4: 20 years since yeah. we've been with Kaleo. Um. Fuck. and uh I just recently was able to have the time so I'm not, yeah. I, don't, I don't have no shift work or I have weekends off, so I can partake in that ah. how do you How do you like it? Oh, I love it. yeah, I love it. I mean, it's a different environment obviously it, it kind of goes with time. <laughs> um It's not like how I used to see it back in the days. Um, but obviously, you know it's different. Meaning, what do you mean? Like see it? Like um, we're starting to build that camaraderie, the relationships, you know, amongst the canes, amongst you know the group. Um, oh, kind of like recreating the
1: foundation, like the bond. Yeah,
4: yeah. And,
1: which uh, is which is hard, man. That's yeah. it's a hard thing to to. It takes time for sure. It yeah, does. That's a big group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's a I mean, that's a lot of drunken coven nights.
4: But, and, and that's something that I think that the boys are trying to get back is, hey, you know, we need to bond, and especially if we're going to be doing competitions and all that other stuff. Yeah. PIFA uh, or Tahiti Fed or whenever they have it back again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, with, um, with building, like, brotherhoods and stuff like that is, you know, you go in there and you – You know, you always drink with your your buddies and uh, who who dance next to you and stuff like that. But it's different when you're sitting and you're actually talking about who you are as an individual and you're drinking and people are actually listening. I mean, maybe not necessarily. We're not like blacked out drunk. We're like talking, you know, what what drives you? Who are you? Mm You know, And you're telling something that's been behind you that you never told anybody. And that builds a different bond uh, when you step on that dance floor because then you're not only dancing next to a person who just pays $75 a month. You're dancing next to a guy who knows you the inside, yeah, That's, I'm getting goosebumps from that. That you know what I mean, so <laughs> and you don't want to let them down just like they don't want to let you down. It's diff- it's a different, um, it's a different, um, it's a different bond. I, I try to do that with our boys over in Narenja. I tell the you know, make them understand you're not just dancing here, <laughs> you're there's, there's a bigger picture, you're, yeah, but there's maybe a you guys, Yeah, maybe you're not seeing that yet, but you know. You know, you need to have faith in that person. They will you. eventually. Right. I mean... No, I, th- I think they got it, dude. Yeah.
0: I think I think our boys are pretty good now. Yeah. what well, else? was they great. I mean... Just because we I have mean. the bonding nights and and other stuff, parties, birthday parties and yeah. whatnot, you know, and everybody shows up. You guys right. ever get tired of each other? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, but, hell yeah. But oh, shit, it's man, still You guys fun, made it though. sound
2: like your bonding time is everything is great. I'm like, damn, we gotta be opposite sides. But it's still
0: fun, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's fun. Bonding nights are crazy, dude, because... They really get personal, you know, about their lives and stuff yes. that oh, they never knew about. Yeah, they, yeah they let, it let out. everything yeah. out. So it, it's, that's solid, though. It's really cool. You need that. Even yeah. the, even the uh, fathers
1: get oh, involved. Yeah. yeah and oh, And talk yeah. about each other. Yeah, we had a couple of dads who were there, and they, you know, they've, they've actually cried. <laughs> yeah. You know, during the during the bonding night, which I was like, you know, oh, that's good. You fucking faggots. You know, they... <laughs> But I like yeah. what you do for us. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Drink another beer. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Shut up, Rodney. you going to make me cry. <laughs> Damn. You're going to make me cry. Like that, bro. That's, that's Shout out to the VP. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: I was joking, man.
0: Um, no, it's beautiful, though.
1: Yeah. and, and it's, I was just going to say, I was like, and this, the girls need to work on their bonding because they. Yeah. Girls, man. I think that's no, too, it, too it just it just shows
0: there, it just shows that how much how much it's we calling. bring we bring the family close to each other. You know what I mean? Right. How uh, how we really get close to each other. That's that's what it's about, though,
2: right? I see it though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like closely to the group, but you, could, you know, from an outside perspective, you know, it's it's good.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's no drama in the. Even
3: you mentioned like the fighting, like even that's productive, because after you fight and if you know you have the the, the the capacity for communication, like afterwards, like you know the most growth comes out of like failures and shit, right? Right. So if you're like you know if you're bat, um, butting heads, that's fail the par failure or you know failure of uh, communication. Right. And you can grow from that. But even then, like Alpha, I won not I went, I quit Kaleo because of Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. a awful, rule. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. Well, I quit because I was going through other shit. But then, you no, know, we talked it out after, and I love that guy. So, I mean, yeah. um, you know, yeah, that was, was more than just loving Devin, like and um and or fighting, but
1: it's all that together, right? Yeah, it's funny because um we were talking. Uh, I remember when he he actually quit. Someone was still dancing in the group, and they told me like, oh yeah, you know, Alpha ended up pushing so and so out. And I was like, what? He goes, and I, at the time, I didn't know Jonathan. You know what I mean? I, and um, I was just like, really? And I was like, man, that's typical Alpha, man, trying to fucking over there, trying to bully someone out of a goddamn, having a fun uh, time and dancing <laughs> and shit. So I was, like, I was like, man, just try to get him back. I mean, he may not he may not come back, but, you know, that's your goal. You know, Alpha's may have may pushed yeah. him out, but you as a leader, because you're also a leader at that time. It might have been Alex, actually. I was like, you need to pull him back in there and make sure that they understand that it's a team effort. There's a team mm-hmm. that you're, you're trying to hold on to. Right. Some, you don't let one of your brothers quit. That's just that's how it is. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how that all played out, but um, anyway, I'm sorry, Johnson, you had shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we did a competition together, me and Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, we did the. We something. <laughs> breath of life. No, I don't remember what it was. Did we compete up there? And uh. No, I do. I've never done that one. No. What the fuck did we do? We just a lot together. I don't... It must have been. Yeah, it must have been the breath of life. And then it was um, a epoop, e number. Yeah, that was a competition. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I did. Yeah. Jesus, Jonathan. He's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I did that one, you know, the thing. The <laughs> anyway, so what we did, we did bring, uh, as we always say, at the par bar, we bring uh, conversations to the table. This is a conversation we've always had, uh, we do have on, um, you know, maybe in a, a different setting. Um, and people feel, you know, different. And that's fine. I mean, that's it's just an opinion. It's it's what you it's what we we strive for here at the par bar mm-hmm. is to get the conversation out there and really have communication. Like Jonathan was saying, it's you know it's fine. Each person can have their um their opinions. Um, like I said, J Dub he works with uh San San Diego's finest. You know, the, the police department. Um, and Jonathan he does work with Game Changers. Mm-hmm. And what's the other one you said? It's Embrace. It's a non
3: profit organization. Um, founded by Sean Shepard, who's a uh-huh. uh, New York and from New York, Brooklyn. Yeah, he's a black and Cuban man. Um, but Game Changers, what it is, is um, bringing. So he's black and Cuban, so he understands the plight of you know people of color against police brutality and all that shit. Um, but he wanted to bridge that gap. There's a lot of turmoil, a lot of um, people being de- uh, divisive. He wanted a a safe place for. People of the community, alongside you know people of the community who happen to be working in law enforcement, to come together. We eat together for three hours. Um, we get donations from like Chipotle or whatever, um, and we talk for three hours. Um, like very raw. Okay.
1: Gets
3: really heated sometimes. Gets really emotional sometimes. Um, and then we go watch a sporting event together, maybe football, SESU basketball, or you know the goals. Right. That's really good, because then, sh- I recommend you guys come, because it's like a very, it's, it's it happens quite often, actually. But, um, you know, it helped me, because I had a lot of problems with cops growing up, and it was a lot of healing that's done in there. Because then you get to f- the communication, you get to bridge the gap, and you get to, you know, build with other people and see other perspectives and shit that you don't, yeah. you
1: never see them otherwise. <clears throat> Fucking kid just <laughs> shot me in back of my neck with a goddamn knife. <laughs> oh, Shithead. Big ass smiles too. <laughs> yeah. Talking about brutality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> father whoop his ass with a baton, you know what That That's father son uh, <laughs> discipline right there. Um, that's cool because I mean I think growing up in the nineties for sure I don't remember any programs like that. I don't know if you can recall any programs like that.
4: Right, I was in high school in the nineties, bro. Yeah. I hated too. cops. <laughs> also. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so. You say that there's some heated conversations, do you, do you recall any like heated, more heated ones, like if it's from the... Because I'm assuming it's like cops, and then there's also the public there, mm-hmm. right? Do you like, remember any specific
3: conversations? No, it's like examples. I, fuck, I've gotten to like seven of these things already. Um, You've gotten into them? No, well, yeah, I have. For sure, I have. <laughs> what the
1: fuck you mean? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... No, but... Um, you are
3: So, yeah, I, I'm very cordial. But I definitely don't let shit slide. Like when I'll say it very cordially in a smile, I'm like saying "fuck you" to their face without actually saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but so one of the one of the guys. Oh shit! If you, if you my bad. If you hear this, dude, but you pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> he always talked about. This is one thing because one thing I always had issue with was racial profiling. And still, in in those seven times I've gone and I've talked to these guys, to me, it's and to them, even they won't exactly say it sometimes. They'll use other th- other descriptors, but the racial profiling is fucking real. And I was like, we gotta oh, yeah. find training for this, you know. But then every time we talked about training, they're like, well, the city doesn't provide enough money. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you know, but it, they kept um, deflecting that we need to like do something about the the do something about it. And then they were just like, these this cops kept deflecting it. I'm just like, nah. And so I was like, and then there was a teacher who, who was there, a professor. She was like. We have to go to training, like cultural diversity training, every week for two hours every week. And she's like, and we don't have to carry a gun. She's like, we have to like so, so, no like diversity training and like dealing with kids who don't have parents or dealing with kids who like things like that, like color people problems. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and we don't even have to have a gun. We're not entitled. We're not empowered with a gun. So like she said, I she's like, if a teacher can do this, like you maybe you should too. But then every cop was just like, no, 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 no. Um, but there's this one cop that was just like, talking about, um, I'll say, he said, we have a book this big um, that we can pull you over for anything. Um, he said, if your sunglasses are like one and a half inches too big on the side, we can pull you over for that. That's wrong. He, no, but he like, <laughs> but he said some shit, like some weird shit like that. And then um, the next time he came, he brought the fucking book. And then he was saying, and I was like, so he's like, if I see a bunch of black dudes, and he's black. So if I see a bunch of black dudes in a car and then they're driving in a the neighborhood they shouldn't be, I'm going to follow them. And I'm going to follow them until they fuck up, uh, until they give me a reason to pull them over. And he's like, I'm going to use this book right here that your legislators have written um, to pull them over. And I'm like, dude, like, that's, that's wrong. That's inherently that's wrong to me. And he's just like, because you're, you're, you're following them just. And I was like, I just couldn't get over that. And he just kept, like, and so I got into him, got it, got into it with him a lot about that. Right. And basically, we just had to like, yeah, I don't agree with that, but you do. So fuck it. All right. Well, I said my piece. You said yours. All right. We'll move on. Yeah. But yeah. Basically, it.
1: And when you when you hear something like that, like uh, racial profiling, profiling J Dub, um, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I fuck a racial profile. You know what I mean? Like everybody does. Yeah, I think everyone does. Right. It's natural experience
4: yeah. that dictate your. But your what, behavior and outlet. I think what the people need to understand is you are not being pulled over because of your race, color, creed, sexual orientation. You're not being pulled over because of that. That's not what they're profiling. They're mm-hmm. profiling that criminal behavior. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right? That, that's the term that they're so, using. So let's so, go. So what is criminal behavior? Criminal behavior is you live in an all black neighborhood. Okay. And you see a Maserati roll up, right? White boy. So what do you think? Drug dealer. You it. said it. I didn't say. No, that. I'm just saying. No, I didn't say that. I could have said some guy who owned a business over there, but the first thing out of your mouth was drug dealer. <coughs> yeah, because I live in Skyline,
2: so if I see a Maserati come up, I <laughs> know this. I mean, so I don't. I, well, you yeah, I'm saying. So Ooh, it doesn't put, fit. Yeah,
4: it doesn't fit, right? In your mind, it doesn't fit because you just automatically said. From living said, here, yeah. yeah. So from, that from, I think that's from what living you got. For twenty some years, that's what people have to realize: is I live in this certain community, right? And if something ain't gonna fit, I'm gonna i am I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. Then how come I get pulled over in my lowrider?
0: Because
2: <laughs> because that
4: is a moving violation.
0: Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, well, well, hold on. I was driving down Skyline one day, right? Cop pulls up on the side of me, and then he falls back and he gets behind me. He he drives up fast enough to look at me.
2: Oh, he said he's a criminal.
0: And then he falls behind me, gets behind me, and he hits the lights. And I was like, what did I do, officer? He was like, nothing, I just want to talk to you. He was like, hey, how much did you spend on this car? I was like, a lot, I'm fucking broke. (laughs) He was like, what gang are you from? I said, shit, what what hood am I in? You know what I mean? Because I want to be in the hood where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm said, part I don't, that game. I don't, I don't gang sea. bang, man. <laughs> but he was like, how much did this cost you and this, this, and that? And I was like, shit. Fucking all of my EBT, my food stamps, <laughs> you know what I mean? My... And then he started cracking up, and he was like, are you serious? And I'm like, no. You know, I worked hard for this, man. And then, you know, he was like, hey, you know, it's a beautiful car, you know. Have a good day. I was like, cool. But no. then again, I got pulled over in Chula Vista.
4: Hey, that's, for that's asking, the first for
0: word. Fucking, for, fucking, for fucking asking for directions. That's I had you're my shirt late. off in my truck. <laughs> you know, I got tattoos showing and shit, and it was a, cop, a white cop. And he like, looked at me, and I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to find pet Boys. And he was like, yeah, it's off of Broadway. And I had to get in front of him, right, to make that right turn. Actually, I couldn't even make the right turn because Broadway was right there. Right. And we were at that traffic light. So he told me, like, go ahead and go. So I had to oh, shit. pass the fucking lights, you know what I mean? And then I got in front of him. I had to make a quick U turn. So I made the next right turn. And I went into a cul-de-sac making a U turn and he hit the lights on I was like, what did I do, officer? And he was like, you ain't got any front license plate. And I was like, why are you fucking following me? You know? <laughs> And I said, all I did was ask you for directions. And then immediately he says, I remember you. I seen, I arrested you last week. And I was like, nah, man, you got the wrong motherfucker. And he was like, no, how do I, I know how many times you've been in the jail right? already? And then I snapped and I said, you know what, man? Fuck you. And I went nuts. I said, I was fucking your wife last night and this is. I, was, I got crazy with them. You know what I mean? That's hardcore, bro. And he asked me for my license, my registration, and shit like that. Man, I threw it out the door. You go pick it up. You want to be a fucking dick to me, I'll be a fucking dick to you. And, man, he went crazy, and he went and he looked me up, and I'm not a fucking criminal for nothing. I have zero shit. I'm, I I don't have any fucking record. Yeah. Never been arrested, never been to fucking jail. You know what I mean? And he was like, well, you know what? I can give you a fidget ticket,
4: but you know what? You can go ahead and go on.
0: I was like, you son of a bitch. Well, I what I tell people, in I,
4: I tell this to everybody. Um, the most important thing is you go home every night. Go home every night.
0: Yeah.
4: Mm. I agree. I, yeah. If it means biting your tongue, because everybody's got a supervisor. Mm-hmm. If that dude's being a dick, hey, I need, I need your boss right here. I want to file a formal complaint. If the sar if that boss comes out and you don't like what he has, guess what? That guy's got a boss. Get the boss so that you can go home every night and then file that formal complaint. Because complaints go through and then they get investigated. Right. Um, it may not turn out how you like it, who know, but at least you're doing something about it. Yeah. And the more and more complaints that, that one person has, then they get reviewed. Right. Right. Um, so that's why that's why I tell <laughs> people just Go home every night. Don't don't just bite your tongue and so you can make it home, just like me. Because if I'm out there and I'm doing something and somebody steps it up a notch, I'm going to step it up a notch. Yeah, they right. step it up a notch, I'm going to step it up even more. Yeah. Is that just pride? Is it pride? Like No, it's be, because I, I want to go home every night. I got a wife and three kids that I'm going to go home to. Okay. Regardless, if it means that I have to use force, I'm right. going to go home. I'm going to make it home to my kids, and I'm not going to let anybody deter me from that. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I say, hey, just, you know, bite your tongue, make that complaint. Um, that goes a lot farther than yelling back because I guarantee you they're going to try to arrest you and put you in jail.
1: Have you ever been in a situation where you bite your tongue in like, um, where you're just like, you know, this is a bad environment? All the time. Mm. All the time.
3: Yeah, I was just talking to Vince about this, man. If I know I'm outclassed, in like oh, yeah. aggression, I'll play bitch. Like I will be like, dude, hey dude, come on dude. Like if I know I'm about to lose up, like if I can tell that this fool is crazier than I am. So if they're, if I know, if I can tell by their body language, not cops, but in general in life. right? If some dude has his his body, his body language is, is screaming that he's just posing. He's just posturing. I'll walk right to his face and headbutt him. Just, I mean, you know, face without, like a, intense in- aggression immediately can stop a fight from ever happening because you already have him on his toes and then I can walk away, right? So that but if I know that guy is fucking crazier than I am, if I can see it in his eyes, I'm like, dude, nah, dude. Like, I'm from over here, dude. Like, no. Like,
2: right.
3: So when it comes to cops, like, I play, I talk, I bring out my white voice, my interview voice. Yeah, Hi, officer, how are you doing voice. today? Yeah. But, I, but then, so um, but on the flip side, like, it's so fucked up that we even have to do that
2: because... He got profiled. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like, it's automatically like you have to
0: like kinda of have your back against the wall. Sir, a
2: little yes, bit. sir.
4: Motherfucker, I'm older than you. Yeah. It's just you better call me, sir. Rather be humble and go home yeah, exactly. than go to jail. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Too. No, you that's shouldn't too. have to do that. You should have yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. You shouldn't get have that to. Too. But that's why I said <clears throat> everybody's got a boss. Everybody does. Yeah. And the more of those complaints that come out. That cop goes under review, and he could get pulled from his assignment. Right, and well, he can potentially be terminated. Absolutely, right. But we're never taught that in in the
3: in the right. neighborhood. We're never taught that as kids. We're never taught like for honestly, like complaining is stereotypically like a white person thing. Yeah, like, you know they say that mom with the haircut that when the haircut that picture with the like the the a, the a whatever a frame haircut whatever fuck it's called, but like this is the person that I'm like can I see your manager? Like yeah. oh, that's like that's yeah. a, like a. Is that,
2: I wouldn't say a white person yeah. thing. I say more of a rich person thing to me.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. So, more socioeconomic for sure. But just.
2: Right. I got you. But,
3: but we're not trained. Because that's like. I think we're raised to not snitch. And is, that yeah. a, is that a neighborhood thing? It's, I think yeah. it's a neighborhood thing. Snitches, like, you protect snitches. your own. Like, you know, which is stupid yeah. in the long run. Right. Oh, definitely. For your stupid s- yeah. In the long yeah run. But, you know. But I think that goes. That part of our culture is what prohibits us from. Even thinking about, like, hey, I can file a complaint. Cause I bet you all of us here have been pulled over for doing nothing.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: For doing nothing. And we get pulled over and we just, and I, I, I've I, been pulled and I didn't do shit about it. I talked Why is shit that? to the cop's face. He said, Are you done? And I was like, Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then he walked away and, whipped, give, and gave me a ticket that he actually didn't file because he knew he was fucking, he pulled us over for bullshit. But had I known, had I had this information, you know, at that time, it, complaints would
4: have piled up and fired that fool eventually. The same way. And I, it's kind of hard because I, I can't necessarily say that I grew up in the hood because I didn't. Right. I grew up in Murphy Canyon. Military, that's that's military hood. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think it's something that, I can't necessarily say learn, but... I think as a parent, I'm, I'm all into my kid. This is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. Some kids don't have that parenting. They don't have their parents, you know, drilling it into them. Right. Um, oh, yeah. But be nosy. I mean, you know, as a child, be nosy. Hey, you know, don't push your boundaries per se. Yeah. But be nosy. You can go to the police station. Hey, what is it that I need to do? So that I stop getting pulled over, I you know I continuously get, keep getting pulled over for the same stupid BS, right? There is a traffic book out there that is literally a thousand a thousand pages that oh, wow. you can get pulled over for. You know, it's just a matter is that cop on his game and he knows exactly what he's pulling you over for. Yeah. A lot of times it's because that profession, it is your job to be nosy. That's it. It's your job to be nosy. Um, Meaning what? Traffic, traffic cop? No, no, just law enforcement in general.
1: Oh, okay. It's
4: yeah, yeah. your job to be nosy. To look look for the things that are abnormal. Yeah, because you want to be proactive versus reactive. And that's a reactive type of job. You know, somebody, shots are fired. Okay, we have to react to that. We have to go over there. Versus... 30 minutes later. Being a, right? <laughs> being, a, being ahead of the game. Being ahead of the game. Going out there, talking to people. What is the problem? What do you see? A yeah. lot of it is kids hanging around, being loud and tagging. Yeah. That's a lot of it. Um, Or the gang members. Gang members kind of ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. Um, And nobody really wants to talk about gang members that don't snitch because I don't want retaliation. Yeah. So, I mean, I see it. And because I see it. It's easy. My, jo- my job is a lot easier. You know what I mean? Because I have that understanding. I don't like to go out there to M S somebody. That's not my job. My job is to be help and be supportive to the community. Um, which I, I guess,
1: I, I mean, that's the ideal cop you do want. You want yeah, the one that you do want that. Let me ask you this as. Like each cop does it help that they know the environment they work in and they know that the, the community knows that cop and the cop knows the community
4: or does that not help them? It, for me, for instance, and this stuck with me because when I first started, I was at, you know, Hey, I'm a cop now. Shoot. You know, you got to do what I say, right? The power that type trip. of thing, that, that, the whole power, the power thing. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a, you know, a, a dick per se, but I had that in my, in my head. It's like, based off of my word, based on what i say i could put somebody away i could take right. their freedoms away oh yeah because you no. have some i powers. think i think for a lot, lot of t-
0: cops hold that
4: that is a big responsibility for somebody straight out of, straight out of high school get that life experience i think cops that come into this too early don't have life experience that's the heavy handers that you see the guys that are out there ah, ah, because they're using hey i got i got all this responsibility and they don't know how they don't know how to utilize it I went to the military right out of high school. That gave me some sort of foundation of that paramilitary structure. As soon as I got out, I was like, well, what's an easy transition? I could have went into the medicine, but I didn't like medicine. So I went, okay, well, let me go into law enforcement. It's desire either that or a fireman, and I didn't want to be a fireman. So, mm. it, so it was a good transition for me. Yeah, I do. But, if
3: you know anybody out there to help me, thank you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, yeah, I got some hooks. I got some hooks <laughs> at the city. Um... But I think that gave me a foundation of when I first got out because I learned really quick that you can't use force to get a reaction, you know, to, to, to solve something. Um, it just makes everything worse. This one old man, the old officer, I mean, he's been around for years. Um, he told me, and this stuck with me ever since, he says, I would rather talk somebody into handcuffs than forcing them because it goes that much easier. Right. So by then, we have to learn to use our words. Just like you want the same respect, cops want the same respect, and it goes both ways. It's a two-way street. Um, but what somebody who's not a cop needs to understand is that, that whole, the levels of, of force, right? It's going to start off verbal judo, right? You're just going to try to talk somebody into it. They're MFing you right from the start. Right from the start, they're MFing you. You're going to kick it up one. And then they get, you know, face to face. Then it's about to go to blows, right? Because you're about to go hands on and put this dude in the cuffs. Then they step it up. You're going to step it up one more. You're always trying to stay ahead, you know, staying on top so that you can make it home every night to your family.
3: Do you think escalation of um, that escalation?
4: Do you think that escalation, though, do you think that's... um,
3: Because... As a, like you know, right now I'm a flight attendant, and if I escalate, situ- no, if I escalate situations like that, like um you know, because I, I, I'm author- on the plane I'm the I'm literally the authority like that's mm-hmm. it's weird to say but like I'm an authority, but we have to, like if I if they if they start MFing me, and then I start I bring that same intensity back to them. It's just a, it's like an alpha male type thing. You're just gonna keep going, going until it, until it pops. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I think it would be. But, so what I've learned through other through other ways is that um, Actually, it's is tripping me out. What's happened? Oh, sorry. So what I've learned is that like instead of like escalating all the way up, like like do you said, like, talk them in into it. And I think that actually like you know not puffing out your chest, not you, but just in general, will get you home a lot more often than it would to to be the bigger or to be the more brawlic dude i think that's what cops typically don't do is just it's just always attack attack attack
4: it depends on the situation right i was gonna say that could be both sides but we're not the trained professional though so that kid from just graduated high school who became a cop he's not a trained professional he don't have life experience but he has a gun (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he got a gun in the back. That, that that don't mean anything. It I'll tell you. I'll hills, tell you a story. I'll tell, tell you a story. Well,
1: I arrested this dude. Well, let me let me ask you this before we uh, jump into the story. So right. the so that's kind of like uh, I don't know what they, what do they call that. Like the, the rule of one. Like I'm always gonna have one up on you. No, it's the escalation of force. Okay, which I kind of agree with because I guess like you said, it's depending on 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 what the situation is. Is that person I'm talking to? Is he responsive? Is he listening to what I'm saying? Are we listening to each other? Because if he's not. If he's, like, just shut down, he's, like, staring at me in my face, like, right. I'm, just wait- out, yeah. Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to shut the fuck up so I can punch you. Mm-hmm. And, all right, then I'm going to be on my back foot, ready to, ready to step back and, you know, side, just uh, step sidestep something. Because if he's not even hearing what I'm trying to, to tell him, like, to, so we can de-escalate the situation, then automatically, you know, I'm assuming that cop's going to be like, well, this motherfucker's about to come and hit, come at me pretty soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, right. I'm assuming, is why you guys always have, like, like at least, like, five feet away from everybody when you're talking to him. Yeah, Right, I think you don't walk up to them like like in a bar, like a, you would like a, like if you're in a bar fight. Like, gonna, hey, fool! hit me! Like, <laughs> miss, ah, hit me ah, I swear to God, I will punch you right now, motherfucker! Because
4: <laughs> you always got to assume that they got a gun or some kind yeah, of weapon. Right. Or... Well, that that in itself typically keeps people at bay because they see, oh, well, they, you got a badge and a gun. You got a badge and a gun. That badge and a gun don't make me. You know. Right. That's all you see. You and see. They, you they, see they, profile, you. they yeah. profile you. They profile you. Like, yeah. oh, he got a badge and a gun. Yeah. Probably, okay. yeah. Like, his so, first reaction is going to be to pull that gun. So the story was, this guy, I, I got, like, four different calls on this dude being drunk in public. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm giving the dude the benefit of the doubt. Hey, yeah. No. And I was giving him the benefit. Hey, dude, just out of sight, out of mind. Go home. Yeah. I'll even give you a ride home. Didn't right. want to. So eventually, after so many times, I, I, you know, I'm losing. I could be doing other things versus coming to mess with this dude, where he could be at his own house getting drunk or whatever it may right, be. Right. Um, I ended up arresting him, um, and he basically said, you know, because you got that badge and the gun. If you didn't have that badge and the gun, I'll beat your ass. Damn. Right. I, I told said him, that to
0: a cop before.
4: <laughs> I told him, and this is this is what I told him. And I told the guy, I said, "Sir, um, I promise you one thing. This is a promise." When I take you downtown, we're going to be in a room together. And I'm going to take that handcuffs off. It ain't going to be this badge and gun kicking your ass.
1: <laughs>
4: you see what I'm saying? Well. It's not the badge and the gun that's going to be fighting. <laughs> it's going to be, be you. me and him. You're right. And then he was like, oh, man, I'm just playing with you. I'm just checking you. I says, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't need you checking me. Yeah, I says, you don't know me. Last time I said that
0: to a cop, though, I was behind a fucking cop car. Motherfucker started building clubbing me. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I, you bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> I was calling him and then he called my mom and my sister-in-law.
2: Then you got more scared. They huh? came
0: down. No, yeah. I was fucking, I was You got pissed. more scared your mom come down. I was slamming my head against the fucking rail. Don't believe this motherfucking faggot, and this, this, and that. I was banging my head against a fucking wire fucking thing, and that shit fucking hurt me even more, you know what I mean? You a crazy motherfucker But I was bro. like, man, I will fuck him up. And, and he- when I seen him outside of his badge, I called him to fucking fight. He didn't want to fight. <laughs> he already knows how crazy <laughs> you are, bro You just gotta call your mom, dog an aggression it. Yeah, <laughs> no, he fucking He called my mom, dude I was yelling and cussing at my mom Like, don't believe that motherfucker He's fucking lying to you Because he was He was saying that I did some shit At another hotel And this, this, and that And I was like, man, fuck that shit Like, I broke windows and shit like that I might have <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but back to what Richie was saying it, A cop does, they need to realize that and I've there's been plenty of times where this dude is stepping it up and I come back, hey, before you get froggy, let me explain it to you. Um, you just gotta be able to talk, and that's what I think that was always my deal when I had when I had somebody in my car that I was training. You know, you train them how they should be trained, not you know, just be responsive to the radio. You should train them to be, you know. A man of many different hats, you know. Right. You yeah. may be a doctor one day, you may be a counselor one day, you may need to put on a riot helmet one day. I think that's what that's what we want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As, as a citizen, right? Yeah. That's of course. what you would want.
4: But that's not what always what we think when but the problem comes. And that's what a lot of the community looks at a cop for is they're gonna fix everything. You know what I mean? Hey, I got a problem at home. This, I'm going to call the cops. No, it's a parenting problem. You need to whoop your son's or daughter's ass. Yeah. You know? I'm with that. I'm glad so, you said that. And I, and I would tell her. I went to the house because it was, it was a disturbance at a home, which is pretty much one of the most dangerous calls that a cop can go to because you, you're going into that environment. You're going right. into their home. You don't know what's in their home. <laughs> and uh, they said, oh, well, they're acting out. They're talking back, and they're not listening to me. I said, did you beat their ass? <laughs> they're probably like, Whoa. they're like, Whoa, am I allowed to do that? So I think you know people have this mis, you know, they have this perceived thing that you know if you discipline your child, I'm going to go to jail because they're not whooping that kid's ass, then that kid says, oh, you know what, you know I got rights, I'm going to call the police, you know, because you 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 abused me. Now the police is cool with that. <laughs> Believe me, I took my I took my kids to the police station and
0: I told the police I was tell these motherfuckers I can fuck them up. <laughs> you know, that police officer told him straight up. Your dad can take the door off the walls, beat your ass, take away your TV, your mm-hmm. cell phones, and this, this, and that, and get away with it. But you know, but, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, but this motherfucker ain't CBS though.
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: CBS is a whole different market.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
1: So, so now that you're not in the, the unit you were in before, um, and do you do you work with any of the programs
4: that like Jonathan says spoke with, or have you been to any of those programs? I personally haven't, but I know my what the programs that he's talking about because it's it's real rich there in uh, in National City. I know, <laughs> I know that uh, back in the days we were responsible for like my unit was responsible. And this came from the, this was more of that community oriented policing, which a lot of agencies are trying to go to is, hey, you know, you need to be involved in the community. Yeah. Um, That's a great So thing. Yeah. every squad had its own, like we were responsible for our own elementary or high school. And we would have to go there, give presentations, and discuss, you know, safety or or gang stuff, tagging stuff, whatever it may be. Traffic. Traffic, if they're driving, whatever it may be. um, Stuff to keep them safe to be alert for as a parent. If you Mm -hmm. see your child doing this, um, or if you start seeing this type of behavior, you need to stay on top of that. If not, yeah. Um, So I think that's what made that agency kind of change its image because before it was known as a wild west you know good old boys and you know heavy-handed will beat the shit out of you hmm. and you know call it a day yeah right um but now i think given the times it's all you know it, it's all based on the community where are uh, some of the programs that you have attended
1: like the game changers and all that stuff uh-huh. where are they located at right
3: uh, they change uh depending on who hosts us um, oh. whatever. Like we, uh, so Sean and Embrace, they they do a lot of uh, it's getting a lot of publicity now. So people just kind of offer their space. I don't know exactly how that works,
2: uh.
3: but it changes. Um, each time we go somewhere,
1: so it might be like at a restaurant, then it might be like at a hall, or a hall usually halls,
3: yeah, okay. a hotel room, hotel, like, Lobby, uh, lobbies or and or shit, or, not, or, or like or not, ballrooms yeah. and shit. Okay, yeah. And how many people
2: go there? She's like, ah,
3: man, I, don't, I would get, say like fifteen. 25 maybe 30 people okay so i never really count them not Not really no no it's like Like. it's just enough people that the conversation never stops there's always enough people in the crowd because you know there's some kids there's some like high school kids come
1: oh cool
3: but they're not not the most vocal or most um verbose so they just kind of just sit there and watch and add tidbits. but you know for them to be a part of the experience is cool um it goes yeah it's like the range is huge like uh, yeah, just a huge demographic that comes, and you get a lot of perspective from every inch of our community, which is great. What, what's the last one you you attended? Um, what I'm... was the location? Isn't is is Point Loma? Okay. It was, it was, yeah, it stays in like San Diego. Um, but right now, actually, he like they just got recorded by like the NFL program. Like it, he, a uh, Sean went to like Ohio, and then they uh, they filmed one out there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so Yeah, so it's starting to branch up big now. I think they have like 34 of them now or something.
1: 34 different branches? No, 34 uh, events so far. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a dope program. And so do, do like, the cops from each city come, or do they have, like, a special guest speaker? Like, do they have the chief of police, or? She's been there. She's been there? Yeah.
3: Uh, What's her name? Oh, uh, she San has, Diego? Yeah, she has the short brown hair. Yeah. She's she retired now or something. She She's a... Uh, But she's came a few times. The one that goes to PIFA all the time. Yeah, that lady.
4: Uh, Zimmerman. Mm Zimmerman. Well, Zimmerman. She's still the chief Uh, of police. It might be her. Okay.
3: Okay. Oh, then yeah, she's been a few times, once or twice at least. So you have people from from the the police department there. We've had border patrol. We've had uh, fucking harbor patrol. We've had uh, I don't know a number. Like we had uh, dude, one one time was so dope. Um, there's this one guy cuz I was going heads up with the cops like you know just going back and forth. Yeah. And then there's one gentleman uh African American bald his eyes were yellowed. Uh you now it looks like he's been through some shit, right? And I was like, well, he looks familiar." But I was like, "Oh, whatever. Maybe I have just seen him around." And he said he was a it turns out he was a, a a veteran and he served in Afghanistan and he brought up the point of like the escalation of force and um he said, "How come uh we were trained, how come people here in, in, on our homeland, um, so he's comparing it to like the rules of engagement overseas, how they cannot fire upon somebody unless they aim the rifle or whatever. Okay. Uh, versus here where there's kids like Trayvon Martin, or not Trayvon, uh, well yeah, Trayvon, yeah, but him too. Uh, fuck's that, what's that, the 12 year old kid that got shot in, underneath the gazebo? In um. Cleveland. Oh, yeah, fuck,
4: I can't remember his name. I don't know his name, but I know you're talking about.
3: Yeah, he was just playing by himself in the park, and then cops rolled up onto the grass, popped him. with had a gun. Geez, yeah, did he have a fake gun or something? He had, like a, he, had a, he had a fake a gun, gun. Or a toy gun or something. Yeah, like a toy yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. But like, the rules of engagement overseas is like they get until the guy pulls the gun, and sh- like you know. He brought up this amazing point, and it kind of floored and and he and he also uh, he delivered it so well, but he made he made a phenomenal point where it kind of wowed. Everybody, like everybody, shut the fuck up! And then everyone's just like, just kind of sat there and thought. And then, like, and then the moderator's like, "All right, we'll just take a break right here. Everybody, just you know, dwell, like you know, sit on that." And then Sean came over to me. He's like, walked me over to him. He's like, "John, do you remember this man? You, did you? Does he look familiar?" She, I was like, "Yeah, he does. I just can't place him." And the guy looked at me too, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then he's like, "He's like, you're the one with the camera." And it dawned on me. In like 2010 to like 2012, I was like twice a week, we'd go out into downtown and feed the homeless. And this guy was a coach. He worked at uh, whatever, I forgot where he was working. Um, Now. But when I came, he was, uh, when Sean introduced me, he was like, you've served him.
2: Mm.
1: Oh,
3: really? And I was like, yo, like this guy was a homeless man and now he's sitting across from like beside us and he's teaching everybody in this room something. Right. And well, so that's like awesome. that's like one of the most amazing experiences like, or, 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 like game changers can do is just like, it floored me. Like, yo, yeah. like I literally served this man, this homeless man, food, and now he's beside me teaching me something. Yeah. And now he he's like, because yeah. then he even mentioned, he's like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. You know, my memory's a little foggy back then. But I was just like, fuck yeah yeah so game awesome. changer is
1: dope cuz he gets experiences like that yeah that's i mean shit i don't know what i would do if i was saw that well, that's yeah. awesome to hear for sure yeah that was
3: amazing man i was blew my fucking mind i was like
1: damn i have a picture It's on my
3: instagram oh yeah yeah there's, there's a dude where i'm like pointing at him that's that's the guy okay yeah check that. It's I'm fucking sick it's
1: fucking yeah was that like a while ago? uh, uh middle of last year maybe okay Towards, i don't know yeah yeah i know where you're going with that story but uh yeah, that's pretty awesome that's a great point yeah i mean it's a great story. you never know who you're talking to exactly right. so the right point <clears throat> was
4: is continuous learning from both sides right yeah and I, I think that's the
2: point that we wanted to get to right for, for this episode well, yeah
1: for for the conversation was because i mean we all know we all know each other outside of whatever we do you know in our normal nine to five or whatever the case is and i mean i've i've had running with cops i've had bad in, uh, experiences but i've always put it on myself i i we used to blame the cops like these motherfuckers just be fucking with me, but then they look at the situation. I'm like, no, nah, I was. That being was a pretty stupid. <laughs> I was pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> pretty fucking drunk. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in and in in, and so I just t- to tell people, you know, like just make sure you be respectful in that in that environment. Don't just assume that you're gonna be a dickhead just because they're a cop. Like, if my grandma was there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say half the shit I, I would say to a cop back then. You know what I mean? Like, so just pretend like your parents are there. You know, if, if you would be respectful to that person, if your parents were there, then just. That's how I say it. I see it, but now I'm just a little bit older and I don't
4: even not have yet. time for that shit. That's
2: because you got two kids too. Yeah, that's why I, I keep saying, even
4: them. if it's fake, it's not even a real emotion. Just humble it, go home, and yeah. then make that complaint the next day.
3: Yeah. And yeah, most important thing is just go home. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't
4: know. I got an ego trip. Yeah.
2: See, that's, <laughs> so that's why people. <laughs> well, you're a different breed, yo. I yeah. got an ego. That's yeah. why people
0: get shot, bro. No, uh, <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. No, I I had really good experiences with cops, and I had really bad experiences. I still love them. I still hate them. You know what I mean? Love yeah. and hate kind of thing. Just like people. You have really yeah. good experiences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. really bad ones.
4: I still have good and bad experiences with cops. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're not doing your fucking job right. So what happens? <laughs> let me ask you, uh,
1: J-Dub, Let me ask you this. Like, and this is one of the situations I think we happened recently with that high school kid that got slammed. Oh, yeah. you look, it's a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I saw the video. Yeah, I was, I was like, like yeah. I mean. I, and I think that's what pisses people off, really, is like when you see things like that, like a handcuffed person gets slammed to the ground. Yeah, and they're like like young kid. You know, 140 pounds less
4: than you. It's like, yeah. uh, come on, man. I'd say look at the whole story. And I saw this thing on, uh, you may have posted it, Jonathan. It was Most about likely. A, um, <laughs> it was about a kid about assaults, and he explained to the cop what, described what an assault is. He's like, yeah, it's, a, you know, beating the shit out of a handcuffed person. Um, that's an assault. Yeah, it essentially, is but look at the whole picture. Um, how do you know what happened beforehand? Before you saw all the, because all the, all the, the cameras are out right now. They got hap- late. What happened beforehand? What did that person do to cause that incident? For instance, and I, I, I was going to use this as an example. I, am arresting this person. They're belligerent. They're angry. Obviously, because he's going to jail or she's going to jail. Uh-huh. I put them in handcuffs. Before they go into the car, they're being searched because they're not having anything in their pockets. There have been multiple times where people had guns in their pants, pockets behind, you know, handcuffed, and they're in in a squad car. That happened to me personally, I know. Uh Oh, wow. So patting a dude down, searching them, put their stuff on. As you're putting them into the car, right now, because people see that somebody's getting arrested, they see the lights, they start filming. That person grabs that cop by the balls and starts yanking and squeezing really hard. Are you gonna say, "Sir, please stop pulling my balls"? Don't do that to me. Yeah, or are you gonna react an and and dank that dude and knock him out, that's or him. slam him to the ground, or whatever it may be? Yeah, I'll probably grab his balls.
0: But you're gonna you,
4: but, <laughs> but that's what that's blue what ball, you're gonna ball.
1: see. Cop
4: grabs. Handcuffed man's balls. That's what the, that's what it's gonna be titled because I guarantee you all those videos are going to the media. <laughs> but they don't know what happened yeah, beforehand. The media is fucked up though. They don't know yeah. what happened beforehand. I, mean, I totally agree with that.
3: Like, you, like, so, so I don't, like, because there's a ton of videos of the police videos. There's a fucking ton of them. But I try really hard not, I don't post anything until, like,
0: you study the video.
3: Until yourself. I'm like, until I make a decision, like, okay. Yeah, no, that fucker deserved to get his ass beat. Yeah, or like, yo, that was fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like said, Tamir, it was Tamir Rice. That was the kid's name. Or another example would be John Crawford the third, mm-hmm. the guy standing in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they he pulled the BB gun off, off, of, off of a shelf, and he was oh. he was walking with it along along. He was point it was pointed, He was holding it by the butt, and it was pointed down. And he was standing in the in the corner of a, the corner of a of a Walmart. Those are fucking big. He was in the corner by himself. And then a cop comes, pop, 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 shoot that, him. That's kind of suspect, though. It's, it's scary. He was on the well, phone. see, also he was on the phone with his mom. He was on the phone with his mom with the gun on the side, just talking, just and then her his his mom heard her son die. Yeah. And so like things like that. Like we so there are times when there are episodes where, yeah, that kid, that shit looks fucked up, but that kid deserved it. Like, he earned it. Not deserved it. He earned it. He earned his, his ass beating. Because you cannot touch a cop on their nose. Like, fuck, that's stupid. Yeah. You will get your ass beat. So, but like, you know, in instances with John Crawford or um, Castile, Fernando Castile, who told the cop, hey, Who the guy who got shot on Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, sir, I have a firearm. Get your wallet. I have, Sir, I have a firearm. What? What? boom, 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 boom. Like those, like we did see, so there are, so yes, there are moments when it is, you do have to like, you, you, we don't know what's happening. We don't know. But then there are instances where it's like, yo, that was fucked up.
4: But a lot of that stuff you see is Monday night quarterbacked, Monday night quarterback. Put yourself, all right. And and I'm looking at it, being a cop, it sucks because you got to make split decisions. Instantaneous. Right. Life or death. Decisions. Life or death. And it may take somebody's life. Mine versus yours. You, that's, and what mm-hmm. did I say in the beginning of the mm-hmm. show I am going home every night to my family I'm not going to be killed on the street by some dude who had a fake gun or a real gun I don't know that and when you get that call because I guarantee the call came out man with a gun in Walmart right exactly. Right. That's that's absolutely. what, is, what yeah. is that cop's uh, alert level going to be through the roof mm-hmm. yeah and the guy could have had the gun by his side and, and all it has to do is make a slight movement it was, what's that cop mm-hmm. going to do mm-hmm. blast him because why? I'm going home every night. I'm going home regardless. If it means me oh. taking your life, you know, God bless it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going home.
3: And I understand that, that's hella, like, yo, if anyone came up in here, it would be yeah. no questions asked and I'd knock them out or hit them or do whatever I can to take yeah, them out no, before they hurt I, you, I see but.
0: I see, I see that though too, like, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No oh, good. But it, it's like, they get this call, they tell them, you know, our man at Walmart and this uh-huh. and that. The, the other guy could have been threatening customers, you know what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll shoot you this, is that. Mm-hmm. Because he could have been either uh, schizo or, mm-hmm. or stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mental health issue, right? Yeah, mental health issues. And um, they could have got this call, but I don't know. I, I really think that cops, instead of using lethal force in the beginning, I think they should always go from hand-to-hand combat you know that's but not gonna work. That. You don't know what's gonna happen. They yeah. might have the gun quicker than you, like.
4: Right. What no, if it's but, a man with a gun again, call? Mm. It's a stun gun. You know what I mean? But Go what if it's a, a man gun. with a gun call? Are you gonna r- Are you gonna risk your life because home. you don't know if that's a real gun or not? Right. I don't know, man. And that's Shit, why I gotta be a good ass so shot. You know what I mean? So that, that's what no. I'm saying, because regardless, I don't know if that's a toy gun. Just like that yeah. cop in with the little kid in Samir. Cleveland. He had mm-hmm. a gun and he was pointing it at people. How They got like seven different calls right. of a little kid with a gun pointing it at people as they drive by. Yeah, Cops come up there. Kid had the gun. He pulled it out of his waistband. Are you going to risk that that's a real gun or a fake gun? I don't know, man. I've I, I never and, been in the
2: situation.
1: Well, I've that's, been that's in situation. That's why.
0: I mean, we're not going to put that out there. Well,
1: let's <laughs> not say, as us say If someone said, hey, man, there's a guy with a gun at the park. You know what I mean? Like, are you gonna go there with a fucking knife? See, some of the yeah, so you one of the to go, you there go there with a the gun. gun,
0: yeah, or a bigger yeah. gun, <laughs> yeah, bazooka. <Yeah, exactly. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> one of the
3: critiques on both the John Crawford and the I follow this shit a lot, right? The John Crawford and the Tamir Rice incident or deaths were that there was a lack of communication between. So, like, someone. So, the Tamir Rice. There was a phone. Call that one of the nine one one calls was like, "I think it's a toy gun, but there is a there's a, there's a kid and in the park." Waving a gun around, but I think it's a toy gun. But then that didn't get transferred to the to the cop from the dispatch to the cop or whatever the however whatever that trail is. Yeah. And so the cops yeah, they did think this guy. But they did roll up on dude though. Did you see the video? Yeah. Like he was in the park, like and they drove up onto the grass. He fell out the car and shot him. Yeah. Like see me, that's where the training
4: or something could have been different. Because that's if you read we get all the debriefs, we read all those. Mm-hmm. So the kid had Went for his waistband. He did this, yeah, and was yeah. He the- did. He
3: pulled up his shirt, and then, uh, then yeah, he got. So that's what I'm saying. Are you it's, gonna, instantaneous? Yeah, no, like, I get it. Uh, yeah. I totally get it. But the, but I'm saying like the the lead up to that. Yeah, you know, it's it's like a S- Swiss cheese, right? Like, all the holes have to be aligned for it to go all the way through for that problem to exist. If any one of those things like that dispatch was like, hey, be aware, it might be a kid with like, like a toy, or if that person, like you know if. Or if they didn't drive up on the beach and, or onto the drive or onto the grass and scare him, like any one of those things could have like prevented this kid from being killed. Yeah, and that's where I think a lot of people have an issue with, or at least that's where I have the issue with, is that like, mm. yes, I totally understand, it's it's like me over you one hundred percent, but there's got to be better ways to to deal. There's got to be something we can change where it's not a continuous. That we're not being, like, bored of people dying on Facebook anymore. Yeah. And that's that's where my that's where I said, like, there has to be something. Because I, I get it. I fucking get it. Yeah. Shoot first. But
1: to save well, yourself. Well, but, I mean, not, there's got to be something. It's not necessarily shoot first. Yeah.
4: It, it, I mean, that's where, that's, we got to draw that line. It's not shoot first. Mm-hmm. It's I'm processing everything in my head that I know to be true. All right. And like the and further then, movement. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that movement mm-hmm. that says, oh, shit, I might get shot. Mm. I'm going to draw it out there first. And that's why I said, like,
3: so the reason to me... But, rest, how, do, but rest, how do you train that? I know, but that's, like, I don't know, but see, it's just the the, the the steps up to it. Mm-hmm. Like, John Crawford, like, if... There has to be another way before surprising a man and shooting him. Like, there yeah. has... there. Ha, I cannot... I cannot... I can't just sit and believe, like, this is it because this is what in, in uh, game changers that's one of the things is like this is just how it goes i'm like
0: like yeah. there's got to be a way we can't the way to that do we it we don't well, die because you have the SWAT team going there has bulletproof everything on you nah. they I mean? got, he got <laughs> the, the money for that boy, hey you gonna shoot somebody or not they gonna
4: see a gun room they could do something like that though no i was on SWAT for seven years and it doesn't work that way. Anymore. you can't walk. Yeah. You yeah, still get because, shot in the SWAT man. They gonna protect you? Yeah. Just because, no, but uh, just because uh, okay. you have all that gear, you you're still that same person underneath. You gotta put a bullet yeah. two, bulletproof vest
3: on. I ain't taking yeah. no shot for that bullshit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I would. It's because like
3: so the reason Tamir Rice resonates with me so much is that when I was a kid, when I was like <coughs> I was young, I was like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, my roommates we had a we had a two bedroom apartment. Our our roommate had a family and the son. The dad got the son a BB gun. He was like a year or two years older than me, mm-hmm. and we were in our parking lot, in the corner of our parking lot, behind the trees, behind the bushes, away from everybody else, shooting cans, right? Like little kids, we got a new toy. You click, 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 pop, like pop, pump, 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 click. Um, and then before we know it, oh, you get the fuck of the like, fuck, get the fuck on the floor. i never seen We got we got pushed by these two cops, and I'm like his age or whatever, like, and I have a gun in my face. The reason why I'm like super, if you ever like, I'm super like like excited, like if something moves, I'm like I'm ready to fight, is because this is like the first and the last time that I was like I was I ever allowed myself to to be frozen in fear, because the cop had a gun right to our face, and I had rollerblades on they were purple and yellow, and I'm staring d- down the barrel of a gun, I'm like, and I cried, I felt like I just stood there and cried because I didn't know what the fuck to do.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, but see... And, and that should have been dad's fault. Beating your ass, don't be shooting BB guns in the backyard. <laughs> Fucker wasn't around. Hold up. Nah. <laughs>
3: no, but but oh, that's geez. why, like, Tamir Rice is, like, so, it, like, had, w- w- if I was darker, if I wasn't Filipino and I was black, like, would I have survived that encounter? Yes. Like, I'm t- I'm well, t- I'm Tamir you. Rice, yes. you know, is, like, right, there's right. instances, like, it's just... And so, the reason why, you know, I was doing the sounds, like, you can he- you know what this fuck, you can hear a pump, 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 click. Right? Like, you know what a BB gun sounds like.
4: like. Yeah. But that yeah. guy, that cop coming up on you, does he know that that's a BB gun? I'm saying, does he know that? You can was the reason I'm saying the sound, you can hear the pump, <clears throat> pump, pump, pump. But
3: did that cop hear that? So, so okay, so the situation was, sorry. so situa- situational, situational awareness is that we did not see them coming. They were hiding behind a wall. Like, right before they came up. Mm-hmm. And you can assess the situation before you rush in head first. Like, any warrior, you know, you can assess the situation right before you. Like, if you have a moment, and then we, we all had our backs completely towards them. You can, like, just look, and you can, so you can, your, your sound, your hearing, you can hear the pump, 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 click. Hear the, the little toy men falling, or hear the, the cans falling. Uh, you see that with little kids. Uh, any of these, number of these things can, like, you know, Maybe we don't have to come guns out. If it's a gun call, you're going
4: to go guns out. I'm, t- we, I'm telling you right now. National City. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> give it, Good old and, days. And, and keeping that, that environment of National City. Uh-huh. Highland details. Every corner was a stabbing, shooting fight. Stabbing, right. shooting fight. Every Sunday night. That's just how National Target City Sunday. was.
0: Tiger Sunday. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but you don't know that the cop was waiting behind the wall. We don't know that. Unless you physically saw them. We saw them peeking around the last second. But they could have just gotten there and saw little kids with a gun. Mm -hmm. So, again, are you going to, as the cop, are you going to take that chance? Are you going to take that chance? Regardless if it's a kid or not, take the kid out of it. There is somebody with a gun that I don't know if it's real or fake. I
3: think, yes, I would. Because you can take a second before, before you engage to list, like, just hear it. You can hear... It's a, like a BB gun versus a real gun is there's a remarkable difference,
4: and like you, I just feel like you know yeah, there has to be another way than right not not with the, not when it comes to somebody with a gun call right regardless if it gets, it's a kid if it is a gun call uh-huh you're gonna be alert regardless crazy regardless but, but you but you understand you see what I'm trying to say it's just no like, I, I totally yeah, yeah. see okay. what you're saying okay. I oh. absolutely see it but <clears throat> I am not going to take that chance Uh whether to find out if that's a toy gun or a real gun right i'm not i'm not going to take that chance but there is a lot of things that you can do hey you kid over there drop whatever it is that you have and come around this corner and you're going to get a gun to your face Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah but but see this is another thing
3: we also talked about uh is that like you know one of the cops that same cop actually was just like you, you know, these kids now with the NWA and fuck the police have this um, idea of being... Why would you even bring that shit up? It's a whole nother But he just said, you know, you guys just are so disrespectful to the cops and blah, 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 blah for no reason. You're not even born in the 90s or raised in the 90s when it was all, like, all the violent shit. Um, he's like, so this is just you guys just trying to be cool. And I was like, dude, like, no. Like, I, like that was my experience mm-hmm. as a kid. My hair was still parted over to the side and clean. Like, my mom used to I had the bolt cut. Like, I, there was no... I didn't learn about the world yet, and that day I did. And then it's like, yeah, these fucking cops, you wash your fucking back because these guys are fucking scary.
2: And,
4: and so that's that just, like, says, like, it just goes on. That negative experience has stuck with you to this day. And and you can see that aggression when you talk about cops because you really do not like them, which is understandable because you've had a negative experience with them. Right. I've had plenty of... Ne- <laughs> No, I mean, because I've had had it too. I've had them. Me, Dominic,
1: and Mike. This is is one of our our funnier stories, I guess. We were, Mike and Dominic got in a big old argument. I think Dominic Bloss was there too. Um, (laughs) Dom. (laughs) We were at a park over there by Regal, Edward Cinema, that park that's up back up there. Um, Chula Vista? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's a park back there. Dom and Mike are actually like arguing, fighting. And I think Dominic's like kicking a trash can. This is like night, 10 o'clock, 10.30, something like that. Kicking a trash can. And you know, like, if you kick a trash can in, like, a canyon area, I yeah. hear is kaboom! Kaboom! Right. Kaboom! And it's echoing through the whole thing. Someone called and said that there's someone shooting a gun down in the park. Six cars roll up. Cop cars. We see them all pull them at the same time. Whoop! Flashlights. Get the fuck on the ground! All the guns are out. And we fucking just drop. I was like, I'm down. <laughs> Hands up. I'm down. We're like 18. All of us. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? You they're like, Everybody put your hands up, boom. They start separating us. They jump on our backs. They fucking boom. I just feel this fucking knee. Boom, right around my fucking back. I was like, oh, oh shit. Fucking boom. Pulling the handcuffs. They separate us and they start asking us questions. Is there a gun around here? Anybody got a gun? And we're like, no, no one got a gun. And they're like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Gun. And they're like, we got complaints. Or, uh, we got a call saying there's a gun. Gunshots coming down from the canyon. And we're like, I was like, nah, man, but that motherfucker was kicking a, a fucking trash can. Right? And they were like look at the trash can. They fucking search my car. They go through all that shit. Like, why the fuck are you guys down here in the park? And fucking, you know, they're like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're just here. They're arguing. So we got the car so they could fucking argue and not argue in the car. And so, yeah, they just fucking, they were there for like 45 minutes, an hour. They let us go. That was it. And they fucking let us go with Mike and Dominic in the back of the truck.
4: Riding in the back yeah.
1: The bed? I was like, my aunt lives right up there, man. I'll go to my aunt's house. They're like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, all
4: right, fuck this shit. So you had exp- <laughs> like, because they told you it was a guy with a gun call. Yeah. But you saw how
1: How amped yeah. up they were right. Yeah And they came in I mean like I said We didn't see shit All of a sudden We just saw six fucking From For all Coordinated ages, boom, right. zoom. yeah. They zoomed in Lights were up And they are all, all All outside their car And I, I mean That was Yeah in the 90s Or something like that You know what I mean So I mean I definitely understand it Do I agree with Jonathan I, I kind of do agree with Don, Jonathan In certain areas Like you know what I mean Like If it's a kid I mean Yeah I mean Do I want to risk my life Would I personally do it No I wouldn't risk my life. Is there ways you can do it? I don't know. There, Maybe there is. Maybe fucking grab binoculars and look at that shit but way before you fucking even get in there. You know what I mean? Maybe look get at Get the
4: helicopter group. Yeah. You, you know, know what
1: I mean? Like, like oh, wait, I think I think I see an orange tip on that. <laughs> you know like in
0: there or something
1: Or, you know what I mean? Like, don't
4: fucking give your, your kid an all-black gun and play at the park. I don't know. But that's what, I mean, even now to this day, I'm, I mean, I get all these intel things. Um People, and not so much here, this is more like Midwest or East Coast. Guys are taking those super soaker guns, looks like a toy. They're white and orange and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And, and they're, they're converting the them guns. real. Yeah. They're converting them to shoot 22 long rifle, which kills people. Yeah. So even though it looks like a toy, mm-hmm. it looks like a toy, it can kill you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So that's why when you get, when a cop gets a sub- subject with a gun call, they're going to be through the roof and they're going to do whatever they have to do to go home that night. So you're not going to be able to tell if it's a toy gun or if it's a real gun. So, not not today because people are smarter. They're doing things crazier. So let me
1: ask you this. So then at that point what what can that civilian do or that person do if he's like just playing with a squirt gun at the park? All of a sudden he says it's fake. Hey. You know what I mean like drop it and do exactly what that cop tells you to do. Yeah, but I mean, what if you what don't if you even don't get, get that? It? What if you don't get that chance? Like, like he was saying, like you just roll up on the, they just pull up on you, yeah. and you turn around like this, like <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you get scared, you turn
4: around, you're like, oh shit! Like and then they just jump out the car, boom, you're done. Hey, and then that that shoot's going to be reviewed by the district attorney's office. But the next kid's life still so gone, yeah. yeah. though. That's the problem. It is a problem. But are you going to take that chance? That's my saying. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do it? They given, 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 given what? You got motherfuckers like John over here that blast your ass. That <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, hey>.
0: and <Yapanopo, laughs> hey, Throw all that
1: shit away. Yeah. you playing That's with it. fishing poles. <laughs> fishing poles and I'm fucking. Going, I'm going home every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Fishing poles and noodles for now. On. <laughs> fucking uh pool noodles, man. But the, I appreciate you guys coming on the uh, yeah. on the show, and, and obviously this isn't. Going into part two, definitely. Yeah, definitely part two, probably part, part two, part three, part four. Fuck
0: that. Yeah, um, I do comp. want to. T- I, I, <laughs> love, I love John too much. I can't talk shit to him
4: the way I want to. <laughs> I love them too much. I, I can take it, man. I can take it. I love you guys. <laughs> you know what? I knew
0: you're in my garage or my nephew's garage now, you <laughs> motherfucker. Come here and I'll fuck you up. <laughs> Don't tell me my kids can I play with a BB gun in the backyard?
4: <laughs> hey, as long as it's in the backyard, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah and, out of sight, out of mind. I want
1: to I want to attend the the Game Changers. I want to at least attend yeah, a couple yeah. of those things. I want to see what it's yeah, all about. Anybody can come awesome out to, to those. Out. Yeah. Um, Embrace SD. Embrace SD on Instagram, yeah. Okay, so I'll um I'll link all those um uh white websites and, yeah. and uh when the show comes out on Wednesday, John uh or JW, you have any um like uh, suggestions for them? <laughs> well, your name is John, motherfucker. <laughs> JW for um just for the community to to if they do have complaints, if they do have uh issues with anybody out there, where they can make their complaints at, where they should file their complaints at.
4: If it's with a specific agency, I mean, they obviously, all all agencies have websites that you can make complaints to or schedule a visit with the chief of uh, police. Um, you can schedule a visit with the chief of police? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can. You just call it, like, hey, you know, I'm so-and-so in the community. I have a complaint. I want to talk with the chief. Don't tell my wife that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by, by all means. And like I said, I think a, a, a lot of it don't is wait. if they don't know that that's going on, with that specific officer right, right, or whatever right, right. may be, then they're never gonna know because nope, you know how are they gonna find out unless I'm with that person and I see it? And that happened to me before, where there was a uh, a younger cop who was mfing somebody, and they didn't need to. I pulled that dude aside and said, "You better knock that crap off." He subsequently got fired. Oh shit. Um, Not because of that incident, but, but multiple incidents. Right, right. Um, so, but if the, if you're if that's a solo guy and there you're the only one seeing that, nobody's gonna know. He ain't going to dime himself off. Right. You know, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. No, you're not. You're being a dick and you don't have to be. Um, And that stuff needs to be stopped because, again, somebody in New York could do something wrong and it'll have an effect on the West Coast because it's the uniform, not the person individually. It's the uniform that people look at. And um, by all means, make those complaints. If you feel that, you know, you were wronged, I think those help out. And, you know, having a... You know, knowing of internal affairs background and uh, talking to internal affairs, you know, people that sharks, you know, they're all sharks. They're out to get you. No, they're there to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. especially when you have such a responsibility wearing that uniform.
1: Awesome. So. That's good to know. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know all that. And that's See? another thing. I think, goes, I think, it, I think it goes back to also the like people. It also goes back to like never, not us not wanting to dime people out. You know what I mean? But honestly, we should. I mean, fuck that shit. We should. If they're bad at their job, they fucking they're bad at their job.
2: Yeah, like
4: anything. Yeah. Hey, at, at, at some point everybody snitches. Yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah. snitches. Yeah. Even in the gangs. Um there's one
1: more question I had. Um uh, shit, I can't remember right now. Oh, well. We'll, well. we'll link that too. We'll link some of the uh, stuff for the uh, police department. And you know, like I say the same thing, man. I I want cops to get home safe too, you know? I mean, I know they're serving the community, and that's a hard job Dude. to fucking do. And that's oh, why yeah. I'm not one. I they're, they're out here for. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, we'll definitely have, like you said, a part two, part three. I don't think there's enough time in one episode to cover uh-huh. everything I want to. Yeah, but that's sure. we're be on that. Well, we'll start with uh, what we have here, and like I said, I'm gonna probably do one of the game changer things. Uh, check that out. With uh, Jonathan, you gonna, you gonna take me? Yeah, I'm it. Yeah, I had to go try oh. out beyond the police car. All right. <laughs> <laughs> John <laughs> around in the hell no, nah, I've been in police, police cars four times, man. I'm good. I'm we good. Know. All right, we are gonna get out of here. Cool. Yeah, That'd be good. good. All right, escalators. Shoes.